Hello, listeners. This is First in Gold with Freddie and Pete, a football podcast with everything 49ers first. Faithful, thank you very much for everything. Uh, it's been crazy, man. Just uh, all the comebacks at Levi's, comebacks on the road, ups and downs. It's, it's been a hell of a ride, guys. I love you guys. So, see ya. Man, here I thought you were uh, you were heading to Miami. The figure Wes Welker, you know Peter Betchart. I, I thought you were taking off too, man. I, I was a little concerned, concerned you weren't going to make this make this call today. Nah, you know I can't miss first and gold, man. But yeah, it does uh, does suck. It seems like it happens every year. We use a we lose a coach or two and have to rebuild, and we'll struggle the start of the season, and then we'll finish strong. Yeah, it's a, it's a trickle down effect. I think you know. Uh, whenever you have a coach, especially one respected like McDaniel, take off. Um, you know, it, first it's the peers, right? People that he worked with. You know, they start to follow, and then you know he takes his guys, and then obviously it leaves Kyle and John in a pickle of uh, figuring out their replacements. And then you know, in a month from now, you're going to see players go to Miami, right? And and we'll obviously we're going to dive into that here, um, you know, a little bit later. But yeah, it's I wish him the best though. Um, you know, he was a uh, he was a character sometimes in the pre- in the pressers, but um, obviously the opportunity in Miami was too big for him to to pass up. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a huge opportunity going forward with 40, the 49ers, What do you think um, we're gonna do with Jimmy Garoppolo, your boy, the oh. the goat? <laughs> I mean, there's uh there's already talks that the 49ers are looking to shop him and. Sounds like most likely they will shop him. Um, they had requested a second round pick or a third round pick with a player involved. What yeah. do you see them doing? What do you think they get in return for Jimmy? Well, I think the conversation with that is going to be different and it's going to morph and evolve over the next couple of days and weeks, right? I mean, I think the, the first and foremost is, yes, it sounded like uh, John Lynch and Kyle, It you know, if you read between the lines, I mean, the conversations that have been had is, you know, the players have kind of said their goodbyes and, you know, whether it's through the media or to Jimmy and then Jimmy, obviously to the fans and his last presser. Uh, I don't think there's a, you know, an elephant in the room in terms of uh, it being a mystery. Um, I think everyone knows what's going to happen, right? Uh, It's just a matter of making sure that we put him in the best situation in terms of trade value uh, for us to get something in return. Um, But also for him to, and not end up in like, you know, Houston or some, you know, garbage team that, um, it's just going to not be a good fit for him. So to answer your question, um, you know, <clears throat> it was, it was, you know, first of all, let me take a step back and say, I, I apologize to you and anyone else who's been a Jimmy Garoppolo supporter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You uh, need to say some apologies for sure. I do. I do. Um, uh, I'll be honest, man. That was a hard presser for me to watch when I watched it. Uh, when he said goodbye, I, I think, we get too caught up in um, the things we can see sometimes and we forget about the things we can't see with people, right? Whether it's, you know, athletes or coworkers or, you know, people we just meet in life. And I think with Jimmy, I, I forgot that there, there was a sense of, you know, th- that real deep connection and camaraderie with the team. He, he, he was all about, you know, creating that environment of team cohesion and really <clears throat> making the guys around him feel elevated in terms of, you know, they, they were bought into him as a person, you know, as a human being, I think he's, you know, uh, at the very top of what I've seen with a lot of athletes in any sport. And um, and he did a lot for our team. And I, I truly, in my deepest of hearts, wish him the best. I, I think he's an incredible uh, just 
person. <clears throat> now, as far as a football player, he had a lot of a lot of issues that I I was not okay with, right? In terms of yeah. just turnovers and the mental mistakes and the limited like just escape in the pocket and mobility and just the arm strength to really just throw it with mustard down the field. I think those are things that unfortunately, I mean, I wish we can mask it as much as we could, but like in deep moments in the, in the playoffs, like you're going to need that, you know, you have it, you have to, especially in, you know, some difficult situations. I mean, Stafford showed it, you know, uh, Joe Burrow showed it. And that's where those two guys are in the Super Bowl. But um, yeah, I, I think in terms of value, um, I want a first for him. I think we, we are going to get a first round pick for him. I think the only way we don't get a first round pick is if we're going to do a two with the player or a three with the player. Uh, but I'm okay with just like a one, right? So you take, you know, you give me the 20th pick in Pittsburgh, um, and I'm sending you Jimmy Garoppolo for the 20th pick. I, I have no issue signing that document today. Doc, you sign it, and, and it's on its way. So I want a first. Uh, I know you're going to probably differ on me on this one, so I'll let you uh, tell me what you think. <laughs> yeah, after you uh, just poured your heart out for your, you know, showing your admiration for Jimmy Garoppolo after bashing on him all year. You know, it's kind of it's kind of funny. You bash on him all year long, and then now you think you you think he's not worthy of being a starter, and then you want a first round pick in return for him. That's pretty amazing how that flips. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't think we get a first round unless unless we're also sending either a, a player like Mike McGlinchey or our third round comp, uh, compensatory pick in return. So I yeah, I think it's a second round pick. Most likely, unless, mm-hmm. like I said, unless something comes around for it, um, I don't think the team like this, a team like the Steelers, really go after a guy like Jimmy. He's just uh, he doesn't seem to have the toughness that they seek for in players, um, and I don't think he's going to get them any further than what Ben, uh, ben Roethlisberger did this year. Um, they're they're a team with a struggling offensive line. They they have a really good defense and they do have a good solid run game, but. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, we already know what happens if he gets hit. You know, he's going to have three or four injuries by by the end of week one. So I don't think that's something that's going to help them out at all. Um, I do see, you know, we all know the the possibilities where it's probably Denver, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, uh, the Washington Commanders are, what, the most likely teams? Is, is there somebody else? Is there another team I'm, uh, I might be missing? Yeah, I mean, those are the ones I have on my list. I think the the common denominators, they all have to have a good run game, pieces obviously on defense to make them a top 15 defense, some offensive weapons. O-line's going to fluctuate mm-hmm. depending on the team we're talking about. But at, at the end of the day, when I said he's not going to Houston, it's because, you know, I don't, I don't see the Niners putting him in a bad situation. I think they have too strong of a relationship with him. So I think the the, the limited – amount of teams is going to boil down to the ones you just mentioned, maybe add Tampa in there because of Brady's departure. Yeah, um, I mentioned them. Yep. And, but, you know, Denver right now is, is, is really the quiet, the quiet dark horse only because everyone's saying, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to go there until Aaron Rodgers is in a Denver Broncos uniform. Um, I, I don't, I mean, I think Jimmy becomes the best available quarterback because I don't see Russell Wilson going anywhere. I don't think they're going to trade him. Um, and so he stays put in Seattle. Rogers probably is going to end up in the same situation where he might just end up staying in Green Bay. So to me, that just makes Jimmy more lucrative on the teams you just mentioned, plus Tampa, uh, maybe Carolina. If Carolina wants to give us their first round pick, I'll take it. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with you on, on that respect. Like, it, it, 
you kind of have to wait to see where the cards fall with Rodgers and Russ. Um, yeah, I think Russ so far has been closely linked to the uh, Washington Red. I want to say Redskins, but it's the Commanders now. Um, but he has to think too. Does, does does that put him in a better situation to win a, a ring there than in Seattle, or is he just going to be with another mediocre team? Same with Rodgers in Denver. I think they could really have. Um, a solid chance at the playoffs and going deep in the playoffs if he were there because they have a solid solid group around him, good, uh, okay running backs, uh, pretty good wide receivers, and a decent defense. But, but is he going to be in a really better situation? Probably not. No, because who are you playing? You're playing Mahomes twice a year. You're playing Herbert. Herbert and Carr. And Carr, yeah. And God forbid Russell you know, does, for whatever reason, go to Vegas and ends up there. I mean, now you're playing him. I, I just think the division's harder than the, the North. It to me is has been a joke for a while. If you really think about it, the Vikings are are you know they're fools gold, right? Yeah. And the Bears have had their their sets of issues. I keep saying the Bears need to have a solid run game and a tight end. Their defense has kind of fell off the last two years, so you know they need to put some work and and give Field some help, you know. And and Detroit is is rebuilding, so yeah, they're eating ankles. <laughs> right. So his best bet is if he wants to go to the playoffs and win a division, have a home field game is, is going to be green Bay. I think you're playing with fire. If you go to Denver, because yes, I don't think he cares that it's Mahomes and all that, but you know, it's a team effort at the end of the day. And, um, and those are some tough teams to beat, man, especially when you're in a tough division like that. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah. So I think the best possible bet for, for the 49ers, cause they want to do Jimmy, right. Lynch is, a guy of character and doing right by the players. He's shown that from his tenure. Um, so you have to think about winners. And there was already a team that's been in the playoffs, went pretty deep, and their quarterback retired, and that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I think all they really need is is a quarter, uh, quarterback. They have a lot of pieces they're going to have to re-sign, but they have a really good offensive line. Yeah. Um, their running game, if they can re-sign Fournette and then bring back uh, Godwin as well, they're going to be a really solid team again next year. Um, That's the and elephant. The, yeah. And then there's the there's the dark horse in the room where, you know, a few years ago, Tom Brady had talked about wanting to play with the 49ers. Mm-hmm. He's retiring now. So, you know, if I think if Kyle Shanahan picks up the phone and says, hey, Brady, you know, we messed up a couple years ago and not bringing you here. Yeah. Are you really retired? And if he says, hey, I'll lace him up one more time for you, I think you make that trade. I, I would even go player for player. And I know a lot of people are sold, you know, oh, you, if you don't play Lance next year, you're already chalking up as a bust, which I 100% disagree with because you think about Aaron Rodgers, he sat for four years. There's, yeah. you know, Mahomes sat for one year, but Trey Lance isn't no Patrick Mahomes. So if he sits another year, yeah, the, the only thing I think it's only going to benefit him because he's going to be learning behind one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Tom Brady. So that's, I think, invaluable. And I think I hope almost that that's uh, a scenario that we explore heavily. And I think I hope it gets done. And I think that could be um, a win win for both organizations. I, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're bringing this up. I do think that we have to be realistic on who's making that initial call. I don't see Kyle Shanahan or John Lynch calling Tom. I think Tom is the one that has to call Kyle or John and say, Hey, like if I were to come out of retirement, you know, is this a scenario where now you guys would want me for a year so I can help you guys win a championship? How's that? How's Tom, how's Tom Brady going to be calling? He's retired. He's sitting on the couch eating his popcorn. 
Well, because he has to want it. He has to. He has to want to come back. You don't think I he don't wants think it? He hasn't even mentioned the word retire. He just said he's like well, hanging it up. I know, but I, I, I just don't see. I don't see Tom Brady doing anything until he knows for sure that if he were to make a phone call, that that means he's going to San Francisco because he wants to end his career, you know, in the city and in the team that that he rooted for as a kid. His parents are out there. I think it makes sense. I would love for Tom Brady to, you know, to make that call. I just don't see Kyle or John doing that. Um, so that's why I'm saying, I mean, I, I think our versions of this outcome are different because I don't see Kyle giving up on Lance right now. I think he's all in on Lance. I I, I do I do want to bring up that Joe Montana was asked recently. I think it was what er, earlier today, maybe. Um, yeah, it was during like yeah. a Super Bowl presser. Yeah, they asked him his thoughts on, you know, Trey Lance and um, and Jimmy Garoppolo. And he basically said, you know, I think they keep Jimmy until you find somebody else. Um, <laughs> he just said, I, I don't think Trey's ready to play. And myself, and after talking to some of the players, if you keep Jimmy healthy, then he's good enough to get you where you want to want to go. And those are some strong words from, uh, you know, the, the the other GOAT, right? Or the original GOAT. Um, Debo, yes, but he also wasn't 100% sold on Jimmy either. Because he's all year he's been bashing Jimmy. No, but he never said, I think they keep Jimmy until Trey is ready. He said, I think they keep Jimmy until you find somebody else. Those are two different things. Yeah. Because until Trey is ready would indicate that he believes that at some point Trey's going to leapfrog Jimmy, whether it's in the off, or off season or during the season, um, and then become the starter. He's saying, I don't think Trey is ready at all. And so, therefore, you keep Jimmy until you find somebody else. Which right. indicates Trey is- could eventually be that guy. Well, could be another yeah. year, could be another two years, but he could right. potentially or end up being that guy. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think this is a very delicate situation because, you know, Jimmy's going to get traded. We're going to get something for him. The, 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 the whole variables of where Rodgers goes and does Tom Brady come out of retirement, it's like a lot of what ifs, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think the real question is, are we comfortable right now it being, you know, what day is it today? Uh, Thursday, February 10th. By saying that, you know, if there's Russell Wilson and there's Matt Stafford and Kyler Murray in our division, that Trey Lance can step in and we can leapfrog those teams with him right now, knowing what we know of him right now. And that's the question we have to ask ourselves for the next couple you know, months is, is he going to, are we comfortable just giving him the keys right now and say, hey, like you're in this tough division. We have all these pieces, like take us to where we need to go. Are you comfortable with him being the quarterback, the starting quarterback next season? I am comfortable with his potential to be the guy of what I know he can be. I'm comfortable with what he could evolve into. Yeah, I don't, in a couple of years. I don't. <laughs> but that's what you said last year. That's what you said like before. Yeah, I said it would take a couple of years. <laughs> he probably still needs one more year. Man, I, I, I think I think he has all the tools, all the pieces. I just believe that, you know. Either you're going to go all in on him and you don't even take a phone call or any other scenario. The only scenario that I think Trey Lance isn't a quarterback is if Tom Brady decides to come out of retirement, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think keeping Jimmy only happens if he like takes a fucking 50% pay cut and says, yeah, I'll be your potentially maybe even backup quarterback, you know, during this season for $13 million a year. I don't think that's doing right by Jimmy, though. I don't think that's fair to him. I think he... 
wants to make his money and also go to a good team. And if he has an opportunity this season, why are we going to cut his pay in half and keep him for just dangle the carrot for another, you know, 12 months? Yeah, no, definitely. I think he definitely needs to go, especially with the state of our our salary cap, the, the state of our uh, team. We only have 44 people under contract for next year. You know, we have only one, I think, uh, cornerback besides the two rookies from this year. We, we only have like two safeties. We don't have any depth. We have our starting left guard who's probably going to command a pretty decent salary. He's headed in the free agency. Um, well, let, let, let's, let's, I mean, let's talk about it. We don't have any money and we have, <laughs> exactly, yeah. we're at the, uh, the bottom of the fucking barrel in terms of money that we can spend or pay people unless we, you know, let some people go or trade some people or, um, don't resign some people. And so, I mean, let, let, let's talk about it. Free agents. We know that we need some help on the secondary. We know that there's some other pieces that, you know, are going to be possibly leaving. So who do you think we should keep, you know, are the guys that are, are those 44 or excuse me, the players that are, are going to be gone potentially. Um, are there any players you're like, we have to resign this guy or, I mean, how do we get that money up so we can actually, you know, do some spending and get some guys that are going to help our team. Well, taking a look at it, um, first off, I think to kind of save the team, unless we're getting to Tom Brady, um, which he's going to also kind of raise the, you know, the uh, the total salary that we're going to be paying out. But if we don't get him, we have to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. And doing so, we'll free, free up uh, $25.5 million right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing I think we need to do is cut Samson Ebukam. He's supposed to be making upwards of eight million dollars next year if we cut him that's going to free up another six and a half and then there's a couple other things we could do i think with contracts like jimmy ward he's going to be making 12 million dollars the next year off of one year i don't think he's worth that i think he's a solid player i'd like to see him stick around um next year is his last year on on contract with us so yeah. if we can extend him and possibly free up some money then we could possibly re-sign tart i know tart's not like all pro but He's pretty solid. I mean, yeah, we saw his hands are, are trash. You know, they're bricks. But um, I, I don't think you're going to get too much better. And with how much money we're putting, going to have to put into Bosa and Debo, I think that's a move you have to make is kind of find guys that are middle of the pack that, you know, yeah. that aren't going to give up a whole a bunch of ground but also aren't going to cost you the world. So I think uh, that would be a move that we should look at. Um the other one is we all know what's coming is D Ford. He's going to be cut. They restructured his deal. So basically we can do that after June 1st and save yep. $7 million. million. Yeah. I think they, and I think they knew when they, when they restructured that, that he wasn't yeah. going to be dependable. So they needed an exit strategy for this upcoming season, not last season. Yeah. And they still gave him, you know, they did him right by him. Um, they gave him still some money and try to let him come back and, yeah, you know, he, it's just not. It's just not there. His his back, his neck, whatever it was, it's just, it's done. I don't think he's gonna have. Uh, I think his career's done in football. D Ford sold me fool's gold because he was yeah. talking about the season before the season started. He was in greatest shape of his life. There's no way he's gonna retire. And he, and, and he plays, you know, 13 minutes and then he's gone. Right. So it's like, come on, dude. Um, uh, I wish him the best, but yeah, he he needs to be off our roster because he's been kind of like a blood-sucking demon in terms of the salary cap. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, the other thing we could do is 
This one is kind of iffy. Like I talked about earlier, Mike McGlinchey, he's going to be making $11 million next year, the last year of his deal. Uh, I think we either can possibly try to trade him <clears throat> or or extend him. And I know he's not the best right tackle. Tom Compton came in last year, this season, and actually performed really well. He had a, a great um, uh, ranking by Pro Football Focus. And... Um, I mean, if we could get Tom Compton for cheap, I almost would rather have him back than than Mike McGlinchey. What about Banks? You drafted Banks in the early rounds last year. I mean, don't you expect him at some point to step on the field? I mean, why, yeah, but why? he's a he's a guard, so that would be replacing Brunskill, and then hopefully, you know, he can do that because Brunskill wasn't great, and I, I think his contract's up too. I think he's a free agent, so um, hopefully, he slots in there. And we still have Jalen Moore, the rookie we yeah. drafted in the fifth round last year too. So. Uh, I don't know if he's he's ready there either yet. Yeah, I mean, Lincoln Tomlinson's going to want, I'm not saying Trent Williams money, but you best believe he's he's going to want like anywhere from like the 50s to the 70s, I would say, uh, long. Maybe well, how a, many years, you know? Right. It'd right. Be, I, it, it depends on the amount per year. I think uh, I would hope to get him around uh, $8 million a year on the deal. Yeah, I, I think we're going to lose a lot of guys, man, unfortunately. I think my gut is telling me the only way that we keep certain guys is if they take pay cuts. But the the reason I don't think that's going to work in our favor this season is because some of those guys are going to be able to make more money because this might be their only shot based on where they're at in their careers with another team. So Miami, I gave you that example. I think Miami's at least going to take two or three of our guys, right, easily. I, you can probably say right now DJ Jones, possibly Lincoln Tomlinson, you know, Do they maybe need those positions though. Um, depending on the relationship, right? That that McDaniel had with them. I mean, I'm sure, like you know, if he wants Trent Sherfield as a, a cheap option, but you know, maybe Trent can make an extra two million more than he would in you know Miami than he would, especially with the taxes and everything in California. Then maybe you know Trent goes to the South Beach. I mean, you have to look at all those components too, not just Miami, but I think there's going to be teams looking for uh, replacements. You know, once they let go of their guys, we have a lot of people that are going to be up. I think the priority probably would be, I'd say, like, if we can get Shahir back, uh, number 51. Shazir, yeah. Yeah, I think that would be great. I'm not – I'm okay with letting Tart go, bro. He's been around for so long that I think, you know, you know, you wish him the best. Let him go somewhere else in his career, maybe the Giants or something. He can kind of finish it out there. Um, yeah, but I think he, he'd be pretty cheap to bring back. And, then I, and to counter your point, I think a lot of people – like the atmosphere that the 49ers bring, you know, they like the, the front office. They, they like how the, they treat their players. And if you're in San Francisco, there's a high probability that you're going to go to the playoffs and you're going to get extra money when you make the playoffs. There's a probability yeah. that you're going to go to the Super Bowl. You, if you go to, if you go to the Houston Texans, you're going to hate life. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're not going to be paying income tax, but you're going to hate life playing there. No, I get it. But you know, you, you gotta you gotta see where, where other pieces fall, man. I mean, I wanna know what happens with DJ Reed, right? He used to be a Niner and he balled out in in Seattle. I know he's gonna get paid, but that's a guy that, you know, I would love to prioritize him for. I mean, he'd be our C B one if he came at yeah, five if, nine, if, 185 pounds. You you want I, that to be your C B one? I'd rather have him than Josh Norman and Deontay Johnson. I would I would take both oh, yeah. of their salaries, whatever they were making, and then Put that into and add more money and put it into DJ uh, DJ Reed. That's what I'm saying is I think we don't have to re-sign all these guys because there's just going to be other guys that are better 
for probably the same price or if you consolidate like i don't need deontay johnson and josh norman on our team anymore i don't want them you know i just yeah, I nobody does <laughs> that's the thing that's why they're cheap <laughs> yeah so i think we're gonna have a lot of um decisions to make hard decisions I, I think we're in a very unique situation that we have a quarterback that we know we're going to hopefully save 26 like you said million from once we trade what are we going to get for him is it going to be a pick is it going to be a you know a, the rights to tom brady that's going to be yet to be determined you know you want to use lance's contract because it's going to be cheap for the next few years so there's an incentive there to play him right away the only problem with that is you know are you risking having an underdeveloped team or underperforming team for that for that matter with him at quarterback this season or do you you know do you go after tom if he decides to come back this is a lot of unknowns man you know a lot of unknowns but i wanted to quickly pivot before we we, we wrap up here about the super bowl uh because you know it's coming up here in a few days and um you know we lost to the rams i was that was a hard one for me to watch uh it took a couple days i'd say about 36 hours to recover just from uh the consumption of, of uh you know beverages but um, who are you picking, man? Who you got in the Super Bowl? I'm gonna put you on the spot. Who's that? Who's taking uh, the Lombardi this year? Is it the home team in LA, or do you think Joe Joe Burrow is uh, is that dude? I think uh, every 49ers fan wants Cincinnati Bengals to win it. <laughs> um, you know, obviously from what we went through and lost. Um, uh, I, I think we already the Super Bowl was basically already played, right? The two best teams played two weeks ago in the NFC Championship team. The championship game, yeah. um, the Bengals are gonna come out. They're gonna they're gonna dance around. They're gonna look pretty with their jerseys they haven't worn all season. But I think <laughs> the better defense with uh, the Rams is it's it's gonna be the Rams taking home the gold at the end of the day. Um, it's unfortunate. I'd like to see the Bengals do something, but with, they got no offensive line. Aaron Donald's gonna be teeing off Von Miller. You know, it's just it probably won't look good. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are picking the Rams, and you know, I think the the NFL probably wants them to win just because they're playing at home, just like the Bucks won last year. But Bengals seem like a team of destiny. You know, they just look, they look and feel like a team that uh, everyone's asking how they get here, why are they here? But you know, I think as long as that number nine is is back there, um, you know, he's he just has something special about him that very few quarterbacks have. Is it the and, Cartier glasses? <laughs> I don't know, man. Joe Cool, um, you know, he's made me a believer for sure. But no, he um, he got sucked nine times against the Titans. I think that was a game that they should have lost. They, I don't know how they won that game. You look at the Chiefs game. Who the who the fuck goes into Kansas City and beats Mahomes? That doesn't happen. I mean, it never happened in his career. You know, in terms of the playoffs, he was undefeated. Um, tough place to play, especially with those weapons. So I think, I mean, I, you may disagree here, but I think he's played better teams than what he's going to face against the Rams. I still don't think the Rams. I, 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 there's something about them that's off to me, you know. Yeah, and, Stafford. Yeah, it could be Stafford. It could be defensively. They, you know, they if Mixon gets going and he's gashing them, you know, from a run game standpoint, I, you know, they they played us well, but that was a unique situation. Um, I think if we played them five more times, I don't think they win those five games, you know. So um, I was, I just think they had like the perfect, the perfect day against the Niners. Um, so. You know, they, they earned it, but no, I'm picking the Bengals to win this one. Um, 27, 24. Okay. I think it's going to be about 24 to 13. 24 to favor 13. the Rams. Yep. You're giving Burrow just 13 points, huh? No respect. Yep. 
Yep. Second year in the league, terrible <laughs> offensive line. Yeah. Pressure in his face all day. He's gonna. Uh, yeah. Well, Stafford. Stafford will have a couple. He'll have a couple picks. You know, I think Stafford throws one at least. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's Stafford. Yeah, man. <laughs> all right. So ending it. Where, where are you saying where Jimmy's going? Where is he going? I think logic tells me Pittsburgh. My That's your heart, choice. That's my heart final answer. Wants, my heart wants Tampa because of the possibility of a Brady scenario. But my head, my head just says that Pittsburgh makes too much sense. I, okay, I can see that. I think I actually kind of have a, a, a dark horse candidate too. <laughs> and that's going to be the New York Jets. Now hear me out. Hear me out. They have a lot of picks to play around with, right? They've yeah. got two early on in the second round with 35 and 38. Last year, Zach Wilson's backup was a rookie. So he hasn't learned or had the privilege to learn under a veteran quarterback. Yeah. If you bring in Jimmy, you're paying him – 27 28 million dollars for one year you know yeah. you don't need to re-sign him you can whatever um but after that you know zach wilson's gonna have the reins he's but he's got the experience to learn under a veteran quarterback who's been to the uh super bowl who's been to the playoffs many years um and you're only you're giving up you got they got four picks in the first two rounds mm-hmm. shit you could even give a, a third round pick instead yeah, number 69 is going to be early on in third round and possibly yeah. a player because they got a bunch of people, young guys that, you know, the 49ers would probably salivate at having a chance to groom under their coaching system. So I think that's that's a huge possibility. Um, I think it's more likely that he goes there than either Pittsburgh, Denver, you know, New Orleans or, or any other team. I think they at least I think the Jets should really think about pulling the trigger on that. Yeah, if that was going to happen. They should have done it last year then. I mean, they should have gave us something for him and. And taking them so that way, you know, they wouldn't throw Wilson on the fire. You don't throw them out on the fire and then pull them back in. I think they're going to roll with Wilson and just build pieces around him at this point. I, and also taking Jimmy as a backup doesn't make any sense because why the hell is he going to want to go to the Jets, you know, when they're going to be the fourth best team in that division and, you know, be a, a second fiddle to Wilson? I, I don't think that's right for him. Um, yeah, I don't think that makes any sense to go to the Jets. I think he, he wants he wants to be a starter. Yeah, I didn't say he would be a backup. I think he would be a starter there. But, um, yeah, it's a long shot, but I think it's something that the Jets should definitely explore, especially if they want to get the most out of Zach Wilson. Yeah, it's funny, man. I think the teams are limited in terms of, um, you know, because a lot of teams already have starting quarterbacks, right, or they've drafted one recently. So, you know, he's not going to Chicago, right, to to, to replace Justin Fields, right? That's not uh, in any universe happening. So, But there are teams like Carolina, and then obviously, you know, we talked about maybe Miami as an option if, if you know, they want to get something for Tua. but. You know, it sounded like Mike, you know, called Tua and, and you know, basically gave him the the certainty that that was his guy. Yep. Could change, but you never know. But, yeah, man, it should be interesting. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the offseason, and, uh, you know, hopefully we, uh, we'll we get more answers here, and, you know, as the weeks, you know, the weeks come about. Yep, yep. All right, Faithful, it's been fun. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Thank you for listening to First and Gold.